Okay, friends, welcome to another episode of the Mama to Mamas podcast. Today we are in for such a treat because I have one of my oldest, dearest friends on the pod, Marilee Suter. Welcome to my to the pod, my friend. Thank you, but I can't see your face anymore. It's just a little icon. I know. It's you and Maddox, but there we go. Okay. Nope. Is it back? No. There you go. Okay, good. Feel. Feel. We have to see Hard to have a heart to heart with an icon. Totally. <laughs> it's like my flashback at work when everyone like goes off Zoom and just puts their little icon up. We can't have that. Can't relate. Okay. <laughs> true, true. Be lucky. Feel lucky for that. Yeah. Okay. So like I do all my wonderful guests, I am going to give everyone a little context on how Mare and I know each other. And instead of writing, I decided last night when I was thinking about this chat, instead of writing a whole original bio on Mare, I decided why not dig through the archives and pull out the speech I gave at her wedding? Because that will give everyone amazing context of the history of Mare and I. Okay. And it was so good. (laughs) I've known Mare since we were about five years old. Our friendship started carpooling to dance and grew up over sour sour watermelons at Fudge Alley. We've been dancing, bump set spiking, walking, running, swimming, singing, road tripping, and laughing side by side to each other for nearly 25 years. Now that's definitely increased because what, you got married how many years ago? Five and a half, yeah. So like thirty. Okay. So we're around thirty years, which ooh, that really oh, yeah, that just, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that makes me feel quite old. <laughs> We've truly been through every single life milestone together, including our overplucked eyebrow phase, which is a rite <laughs> of passage. Let's be honest. Thank gosh that phase is over. When we were sixteen, we even made up our own secret word called sakush to describe a feeling that nobody else could possibly understand but us. Yes, these were the weird things we did when we were young, along with spend way too much of our free time at Linda Evans and eating Yogurt Park. (laughs) Mare is the person I call about everything in life, good or bad. She's the best listener I know, and sometimes I think she understands me better than I understand myself. One of her many gifts is making life so much fun, and I am so lucky to be on the receiving end of her friendship. She's more than my friend. She's my sister. So good. That's so good. That's so good. I want more. <laughs> okay, so Mare lives in Whitefish with her hubby and Scott and their almost six-month-old baby boy, Skip. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the intro. And can I just say I'm obsessed with your podcast, genuinely. Oh, like, I'm, like, waiting for the next episode to drop. It's really, really good, and it's really professional. And I'm, like, a podcast fanatic, so... Mirror things. I, I, I mean, it. I and they're all different. And you ask, yeah, and you ask really good questions. And it's clear you do like your research. It's really good. Thanks, Mayor. I appreciate so that. Congrats. This is definitely a side passion project. So, and any compliment coming from you, I definitely take from to heart. So, thank you. I mean, you're like a professional. It's a good project. <laughs> well, if people could, if people could see my mic, they would really just Why really believe I was a professional. What'd Why you say? Are you in the closet? Oh, because I think the acoustics are best in here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you have the clothes. I'm in my home gym. I'm in my home office gym. And Scott's like, I'm showing Gina on the video. He's put like blankets all around. So the acoustics are good. Apparently that helps. Best husband (laughs) ever. Oh my God. Yeah. He cracked the room. I can't. I know. So so similar. It'll be less echoey now. Thanks, Scott. Yep. We are ready. Ready. Oh, I love it. Okay, we're going to dive in um, and we're going to start at the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't write this in my notes, but as you were talking, as we were talking before we started recording, you met, you reference winter babies. Um, and Mare and I have a, a text chain with our other good friend, Lauren, and we call it Winter Babies 2021. <laughs> and um, let's just say it is the most actioned text in my inbox. Right, for sure. And, I don't think we would have, uh, personally speaking, I don't think I would have like gone through gone through all the low points without the winter babies chain. Absolutely not. And the chain has died down a little bit, which I think is like a testament to yeah, that. Maybe that's getting a little bit of a good Motherhood's sign. getting yeah. a little bit easier for us. We're all hitting totally. like five, six months. Totally. But at the beginning, I mean, it middle was... of the night, all day long, oh, yeah. just oh, a lot God. of WTF. 
on my part at least because I was the last one you two had already had babies so I was the one that was coming in like are you kidding me this (laughs) now this (laughs) did you guys do this (laughs) totally it like I mean it sounds so silly I did go first and actually that's what I wanted to start with because I have this Mm -hmm. memory of you and I facetiming and it was like because Maddox came so fast and furious and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're like, what? You you had the baby? What do you mean? And I remember so we like FaceTime yeah. Yeah, a couple of times mm-hmm. and like you or like me, you as well, were just so fearful of like actually having the baby. Yeah. Like yeah. I just didn't, I couldn't get over the fear. So six weeks away when you had Maddox. Yeah. yeah and everyone were, tells you, you'll be fine. And I'm like, well, what if I not? People yeah. like die in childbirth. I know. Oh, you'll it's be great. So- It'll be great. Really? Yeah. I was, yeah. I just had this feeling afterwards, like, I cannot believe that every woman does it. Like, I just, oh, it blows, totally. I still think it. Yeah, totally. Because we're, like, strong and athletic, you know? Yeah, yes. So you think of the people we know that aren't? It's totally. crazy. Totally. Yeah. Okay, so, so I, I guess. FaceTime, too. You had him in, like, a little. The wrap. Do you, do you still use that thing? I never got I one I don't of those. use it anymore. Yeah. It was, it's the. We're big um, Baby Bjorn carrier fans. Oh, we love the Baby Bjorn. Definite must have item um, for yeah. any new moms out there. Mm-hmm. Baby Bjorn 360 carrier. Um, I think the one I was wearing was the um, Solly Baby Wrap, which I think is good for a newborn yeah. phase, but you kind of uh, okay. use it for a period and then, you know, we move mm-hmm. on to the next thing. Um, okay. So. I don't even know. I was thinking when I was writing this, like, I don't even know if we've actually like sat down to like reflect on having mm-hmm. the birth, the birth experience. But, um, I guess I just want to know, was labor what you thought it was going to be after all that fear and preparation? Mm-hmm. What was it like? Um, no, I mean, you hear always that like childbirth is the most painful thing in the whole world. And like part of, so I believed it, but part of me was like, I want to see for myself. Right. Like we're tough. I have really bad periods. Like, how bad could it be? (laughs) Uh, I thought it would be something like that. Um, Well, back cramps, you know? Oh, yeah. You and I. Yeah. I mean, forever. It was, like, so, 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 so much worse. I I can't. I can't shut up about it. I can't stop telling people. I, like, scare anybody away who's pregnant. I'm like, it is the worst. It's the worst thing that's ever happened. Like, it's horrible. It's horrible. (laughs) There's no way around it. It, I like, yeah, no. And you told me your entire story, which I love. No one, because yeah. it was like two days after you'd given birth. So I was like, I need every single detail. <laughs> Start with what you were doing the night before, what you were eating. Like, lead me into it, you know? Chipotle. Yes. <laughs> Don't have Chipotle the night before you go into labor, everybody. Okay, it's but guess terrible. what? We had beef Wellingtons. Scott <laughs> made this like rich gourmet dinner. But I was fine, if you know what I mean. This is what Gina's <laughs> trying to warn you. I was shockingly fine. Anyways, um, it was just, yeah. I mean, I can't even, I'm like so negative when I talk about my birth experience because I just truly can't get over how painful it was. And I didn't get, I wanted the epidural, like long story short, yeah. mine happened pretty fast. And I labored at home for a long time because I was in denial, full on denial. And it was the middle of the night. And Scott was sleeping and I was texting my cousin in Amsterdam who's had a baby. So she was the only person awake. And she was like, I'm sure it's false labor. It's just false labor. And so I'm Googling false labor and diagnosing myself with that. And I was just trying to fall asleep. But as you know, if you've had contractions, like those five minutes in between is not enough time to fall asleep. And the next one's going to come. Nope. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And you're just dying all over again. Dying. Dying. And then it ends. (laughs) And you're like okay, just go to sleep. Like I was just being such a freak because I, I like wasn't ready to have a baby yet, <laughs> even though it was my due date and I knew it was coming soon. I just like wasn't ready. I don't know how you did it two weeks early. You must've really been like freaking out. I just like, was wasn't ready. Shock, yeah. Here we'd gone yeah. 10 months and I was like, no, 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 no. We were yeah. supposed to go shopping tomorrow. Like we have plans. <laughs> we have a dinner yeah. plan. Like, totally. No. Um, so I really was just in such denial and then it got too far and I was just on my hands and knees in my house, like an animal, like screaming. It was horrible. Horrible. Yeah. And everyone's like, but then the baby comes out and you forget all about it. (laughs) I didn't forget. I've never forgot a single thing. (laughs) 
In fact, I hardly remember Skip coming out. I remember the bad parts. God's like crying and overjoyed. And I am like, what the actual F was that? And I'm never doing it again. I told Scott, I said, never, ever. We're having an only child. <laughs> That's exactly what <laughs> adding skin out. Oh my God. Right? It's so true. And it, it like, I know people say you quickly forget, but same here. Yeah. Like, all I remembered is the negative. Yeah. I was like, everyone that FaceTimed me to like congratulate me, I was like screaming. I was like, what do you mean? And why didn't you tell me? I was like, yeah. being a psycho. <laughs> And I got the, I mean, you had the epidural, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I screamed for it. And it finally came. But at that point, I mean, yeah, that was 10 centimeters. First, but I had it for pushing, first. so that was good. Right. I think, I mean, pushing, not, I guess, because you have the epidural. So, like, it seemed like no big deal. But honestly, the worst, I was always thinking the worst part is going to be pushing the baby out. The worst part mm-hmm. is the lead up to pushing the baby out. The contractions. Yeah. yeah. Or absolutely horrible. Yeah, it was terrible. But pushing I was terrible too. It was it's horrible. It's all really, really hard. And I, I don't want to listening. I know. I was gonna say I don't want to defer anyone <laughs> from having a baby, but you know, if you're there, if you haven't had a baby yet, like you're gonna get through it. But yeah. it's gonna suck so mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> and to make you feel better, whoever you are listening. I do plan on doing it again now, now that I'm five okay. months out. I, but the Forget second it. I feel yeah. a cramp, I'm going to the hospital and getting an yeah. epidural. Here, I can't but believe I will you will so long at home. I tried I to do know. the same thing. Instead horrible. of falling asleep, there was no way I was going to fall asleep. But I tried to take a sh- – like, I was like – Because you were in the middle of the night here. too, right? Yeah, okay. Kind I don't of? know if I've ever – I was 12.45 a.m., I think, or 12 a.m. Yeah, but I, exactly me. Yeah. I, I think that I had like some idea in my head that I was going to also, I only wash my hair once a week and I wash my hair on Sundays and I went, I went into labor on a Saturday night at midnight. So I was no. on day eight hair. Okay. Like <laughs> day eight hair. Itchy skin. It doesn't matter though. After all that pushing, you look know. like you've gone through a sauna. I know, but the dirty hair just made it all the worse two days later because <laughs> you don't shower and wash your hair in the hospital, you know? And all I wanted to do when I was having contractions, I was like, just take a shower, wash your hair, blow dry it and straighten it, and then you can go to Wait, the hospital. Wait, didn't and you? Didn't I you tried. do that? It didn't work. I remember you telling work. me that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyways. And I love how the birthing classes tell you that, too. Like, take a yeah. shower, relax. Yeah. Relax? No, are you kidding Hell, you can relax. <laughs> <laughs> crawling to the garage to try to get in the car. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Okay, so, so that's just the start. Build, okay, building on that, <laughs> is there something that, okay, also the postpartum recovery was also, there's just so mm. many new things, so many gadgets that, like, I didn't know the squirt bottle, the pads, the, like, you know, like, I, I didn't prepare for that at all. Um. And I feel like there were some weird things that happened to me. And one example, and I want to ask you what yours were, but one example mm-hmm. of like postpartum recovery, not like a gross mm-hmm. thing by any means, but like your body just goes through so much. And I think there's all these like weird unspoken things that can happen to women's bodies. Like for me, I got, I think maybe like six or eight weeks in, I got like full blown, really bad carpal tunnel, like hands are numb. I'm wearing wristlets to bed. Oh. And so I just, I feel like there's just these really weird things that can happen to your body postpartum. And so I want to ask you, was there something that happened to you? Or was there anything that you were surprised about in that like recovery that you were like, whoa, how this is came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it. All of it. I, yeah. Nobody prepared you for that. I had to sit on a donut. I couldn't sit. Like, obviously I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. Um, I had so much pain there for like, and I just like assumed it was normal. And then when I finally at my six week appointment, oh, that doctor told me it was normal. And then I went like a week later, because I was like, it still like really hurts. And I like, Mm -hmm. can't wipe, I can't do anything. This is so weird. And I had like a granulation on the scar tissue, like something like super common and like had to have estrogen cream. And then yeah, just like, you know, I tried to like go for a jog, like pretty like three months later and it was so painful and my doctor was like yeah well your uterus is just really big and your labor was really hard and fast so it's gonna take a while to you know I'm like this is crazy like have we not gone through enough like now I can't even yeah um yeah yeah the postpartum was wild 
I don't feel like you or Lauren quite prepared me for it. Totally. And that's the thing. It's like, cause we're just like we talked about, you're so, we're so focused on like actually getting the baby out. And like, I feel like, right. before, you know, as a first time mom, you just, you don't really think about right the, like the right, the little chapter, like right after, cause you're just so focused on like, how painful is this going to be? Right. No, totally. Yeah. The, the part after shocked me like so much. And like when the nurse comes over and is like, we're going to try to go pee like for the first oh, yeah. time. Oh yeah. And I didn't so realize scary. like what a 30 minute ordeal it was. And yeah. this nice yeah. nurse is like on her hands and knees putting like whatever. <laughs> in my- <laughs> like showing you how to make your own little like underwear pads. I know. And like here I have this yeah. like brand new baby. We're like breastfeeding yeah. and yeah. now I'm dealing with myself. Like you're not just yeah. taking care of him. You have to take care of yourself. Totally. Oh my gosh. Totally. Again, how does everybody do it? Yeah. It's, yeah. That part was nuts. Yeah. Okay. So if you could think back to, as I was thinking about like how I was feeling like in those first the other day, cause you know, you, mm-hmm. you go mm-hmm. along in your motherhood journey and like you, you're, it's all phases, you know, you're on this phase and this phase and this phase. And like, mm-hmm. you kind of just start to forget about the earlier phases. But if you could totally. go back to those early days, like when mm-hmm. it was more just like bringing him home, you skip and Scott, like figuring mm-hmm. it out. Like, how did you feel in that moment? And can you describe it for us? Yeah, I remember, and it is all such a blur now, but I do remember those first couple weeks, maybe even like the first three weeks you're on, or I was at least such like an adrenaline, Mm -hmm. like it's weird. Like I wasn't sleeping, you know, obviously he's up like all the time, but I was like fine and I was peppy and I was, you know, loving it and this is easy and blah, blah, blah. And it all of a sudden, like something changes. I think you must be on some sort of adrenaline, right? Or like hormones. Do you remember that? For sure. Did you feel the same way? Yeah. It's also new. And yeah, I was like, when it first happened, I was like, Oh, sleep deprivation. Like I'm, I'm fine. Like, I'm great. I, I don't, yeah. Yeah. I, it's okay. Yeah. Like I get up four times a night. Like that's okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it. We got it. Yep. We're doing our thing. Like Scott's doing this. I'm doing this. Like we like had it down and I kind of, I knew that I was like, I must be on some sort of weird, I like knew it was going to come crashing down because I'm such a sleeper that I was like, there's no way I'm just going to like all of a sudden be okay forever right. not having sleep. Um, and it did. And at the beginning for me too, it was like the holidays and we had both our families here. So like, yeah, that was a lot, even though it was fun, you know? Yeah. So it's just kind of all a whirlwind and it's all yeah. so new. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I didn't even, I was just kind of like doing the job. If that yeah. makes sense. Like there was no like emotional connection to skip yet. Yeah. Like it was just like, yep, this is my baby. I'm supposed to do this. I'm changing his diaper. And it yes. wasn't like, you know what I mean? Totally. Um, I also like didn't have an emotional connection to him in my stomach either. A lot yeah. of girls describe that they do. I never yeah. had that. Yeah. Um, and again, obviously the birth experience is so wild. So that wasn't even like an exciting occasion. Totally. I was just glad totally. the thing was out of me. Yeah. Um, so definitely it was like that at the beginning for me too. It was just kind of like, okay, here's my new job. Here's what I'm doing. There was no yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And then that changes. Yeah. You kind of like get into, I think before you have a baby for the first time, maybe there's a vision in in like your head or our heads that are like, it's going to be so romantic and so fun mm-hmm. and so special and heartwarming. And oh my God, every little thing's going to just like right. melt your heart. And like, there are like little seconds that melt your heart, but like mm-hmm. the majority of the time you mm-hmm. are kind of just like a robot. Like you're like onto the next thing. Okay. We're yeah. Like you said, like the diaper. Okay. Then it's like feeding. And then, okay. Like two hours later, you're doing the exact yeah. same thing on repeat that, yeah, as you might, like, I feel like I had higher expectations perhaps. And then mm-hmm. like the reality was different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And just, yeah. How it's just all like people talk so much about pregnancy and labor mm-hmm. and that first part after yeah. you really don't hear about it. Cause you do kind right. of go into a hole and like, if I didn't have winter babies, or luckily my sister-in-law was giving birth and my cousin. So I had like four of my best friends who I text the most in the world. were all having babies at the same time, which I'm so grateful for. Yeah. I don't know what I would have done because otherwise you would just kind of go into this real recluse. 
I don't know. You're just, just like getting through it. Or I know, I remember yeah. Lauren and Doug always said with Caroline, they called the first three months, the trenches We're in the trenches. Oh yeah. And that always sure. stuck with me when I would like have a moment of like, you know, I was like, okay, these are the trenches. And it's so true. Yeah. All of a sudden you, for me, it was like four, maybe even like four and a half months, like pretty recently that I all of a sudden yeah. was like, oh, okay, this is fun. And he's the yeah. best. And yeah. this is my new life. <laughs> yeah. And I don't feel like anyone anyone tells you unless I blocked it out but I don't feel like anyone mm-hmm. tells you that like hey you're not going to enjoy it until you know yeah like, give yourself grace if you're not like you know over the right. moon in the first four weeks or whatever like you're gonna right. it'll come I also remember like I also was like really annoyed a with the physical postpartum that we were dealing with but that I just like didn't look like myself I like felt ugly I felt fat and you know that's true like we know we're not we don't all of a sudden bounce back but it was like that like bothered me it was like Mm -hmm. on top of everything else I'm like tired and whatever every glance I got in the mirror was like oh my god like kick me when I'm down you know I don't know which is and And you can't really do anything about it it. bothered me yeah and there's nothing you can do and I don't know it's yeah Yeah. those first couple months I'm just obviously like so hormonal yeah if you yeah. could, I was trying to think what my answer would be to this, but like, and then we're going to flip to a more positive side, but if you could <laughs> identify, I feel like my whole podcast podcast is like being a new mom is so hard. No, but your other you could, girls are positive. I'm just coming in with this. <laughs> if you could identify like the hardest thing for you, what would it be at the beginning? Oh, um, a hundred percent. And this is what I tell everybody, the life change, the fact that you're like, and I I might be jumping categories here, but talking (laughs) points, (laughs) but the morning our old lives talking points that you have here Uh as a bullet point, like I, that was so hard for me. Like the fact, because I had a great life. I loved my life. We had a great marriage. You know, we traveled, (laughs) we had fun. We just moved in this house. We were having fun. Like I love being an aunt. (laughs) Yeah. Like I, there wasn't like a void in me that need, you know, I just knew I wanted to have kids and, you know, we're 36. So yeah, whatever. But, um, yeah, it wasn't like Skip came in this world and like everything was better. I mean, that sounds so terrible. Obviously he's the best, but you know what I mean? I think a lot of people in a spiritual sense, the way you and I talk, like need a baby to fill some sort of I don't know if void's even the right word, but um, I don't think I did. Yeah. And so I think it was really a big change for me because mm-hmm. I was, it, it's yeah. just that feeling that it, it's so permanent. It's like suffocating. The fact that yeah, yeah. he's never going away. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm doing this, you know, at first you have this adrenaline and it's fun and we're doing it, you know, yeah. okay. We, we did it. You kind of think, okay, I've yeah. done this for like a month, you know, give me my reward. Let's have a weekend off. And like, yeah. we did it. Yeah. And it just, when you have that aha moment of like, oh, this is just my new life. Yeah. It's, oh, it's hard. It is hard. And I, I am happy to say now that like, I am, I love it. And I think I'm so grateful. This is my new life and it's so fun. And you know, he's just yeah. part of my life now, but at the beginning, yeah. it was like, I'm all of a sudden part of his new life. I don't know. that I just, yeah. I feel like it's such a, like, so many people, I feel like that you really, really talk to about motherhood who are really real and honest about it would say mm-hmm. that. But, like, I feel like people are afraid to talk about that. Like, this idea of mourning the life, like, before your babies yeah. or before your kids. Because I don't know if there's, like, a sense of guilt or shame attached to it like Mm -hmm. people don't want to admit that but you know it it is such a drastic change and you're right like Mm -hmm. when you kind of have like your thing down like pre-kids and then all of a sudden you Mm -hmm. throw it in the mix it just it really like um it's it's totally an adjustment yeah and one person told me that my old boss Meg I asked her oh my god was it harder going from one to two or two to three because she just she just had her third kid and she was like no zero to one is the hardest and I was yeah. like, oh, no one's ever said that. Yeah. And now 
you know, a hundred percent. I mean, I could have like six more kids now. It wouldn't matter that yeah. shift has already happened. My life has already changed forever. Yeah. So that's that, such a good yeah. uh, nugget of wisdom. I like zero to one, one to two or two to three. I think that's so spot on. I got you yeah. great. It has to be zero to, to two one. Yet, it has but, to be. Yeah. 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 But it has to be because you go so from like, my, yeah. Um, when I, my example that I was going to, cause I, it is on my morning or old lives is something I wanted to talk to you about. Um, yes, and my example that happened to me recently was we were sitting in the backyard, me, Maddox and Pat, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden Maggie Rogers came on wow. her, yep. heard it in a past life album. Like I listened to that album on repeat, like for the past two years for like pre Maddox, like last summer and uh, um, on repeat, yeah. like. Yeah, and it just love. reminds me of like a Saturday afternoon on the back mm-hmm. deck with Pat, like drinking wine and like not having a care in the world. No. And I just started crying. Totally. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I feel so <laughs> nostalgic. Yeah. You know, like that. It's like, I don't want to leave my current life, obviously. Like I wanted right. a family so bad, but then right. there's also this, again, right. there's a morning of like that chapter yeah. of life gone and you know I hope I savored it because it's gone now (laughs) right I know I'm glad we waited as long as we did to have babies to be honest because I mean these girls who have babies at like 25 I don't know whatever I mean that's a whole different thing I guess that's fun too but I don't know yeah that that's definitely been the hardest part of motherhood for me is just the change the not sleeping in and doing whatever I want on a Sunday. You know, it's a full-time job, yet you don't get weekends or holidays yeah. or time off or anything. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Oh, it's, um, when you were, when you said like having kids younger, it made me, it just, I kind of got a flash of like when we were young, <laughs> like I feel like yeah. all you, like, you know, we would, we made our bridesmaids names in our you know we had lists who our we bridesmaids are going to be we had who yeah. our kids names are going to be we had don't like don't think Skip or Maddox made the list <laughs> definitely not <laughs> definitely not so any of you out there who have made my boy name was like Ryan or something. Yeah. <laughs> Sean yeah yeah it's normal <laughs> um and I oh gosh like I just um it makes me think of like all those years, you know, you go like you want, you want it to happen so soon. Like you want to meet your person, like, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in your twenties and mm-hmm. you want to have your kid, you know, and then I feel like, you know, what we're talking about now is actually like, it was a positive thing that we like waited and that we like didn't, totally. you know, found the right people and right. enjoyed life with them. And then started the family. And I know having, it's such like a, a privilege to be able to like even have a baby in at, at all. So um there's that. But I just think uh it's funny how, you know, we all wanted it so quickly and now that we waited so long, we were like, thank God we did that. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, it all happened when and how it was supposed to, for sure. Yeah. And we did it a month apart, which is so fun. Yeah. It's so wild that we were pregnant at the same time. It is, it is. Um Okay. Is there anything on the flip side that, cause I still feeling like, I don't know what mine is, but is there anything that has been really easy for you? Like what has come supernaturally for you as a mom? Mm, interesting. Um, I think, well, I was a nanny for nine years, I, but so everyone was like, Oh, well, you're going to be the best mom. Cause you were a nanny. Well, I never did babies. And I still, I would always say that when I was pregnant, and I still stand by that, like, I mean, yeah. you know, but still just like the nonstopness of, I don't know, it's, it's still feeling a little bit the same compared to someone who's maybe never even babysat before. I feel like it's a little more natural to me. And I have two nephews and I don't know. Um, so I don't even know if I would say anything's easy. I think um, my personality has lent well to parenting because I don't really stress or like panic you know I need some of that yeah I know sorry I know um you're right though you're right your personality as a mom keep going yeah it's really helped and Scott's just mirrored it and because I was I was so worried that he was going to be such a stress case because he's the worrier which is why we're a good match (laughs) like worries about things that you should um, oldest child, and yeah, are the same. So, you and Pat are the same. Exactly. The calm, yeah, 
Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Um, but he surprisingly has been like so calm and confident from day one. That's a whole other topic. The partner, of course. Um, so yeah, I think it's like it's it's been the like minutia of like the things you have to do, like the diapers and the this and that, like that's all been like fine for me because I'm just like whatever, you know, people do this. I don't know. I, I don't know how else to explain it. I think I like have an easier personality than someone like, well, I don't even say you're like prone to anxiety, but you unfortunately. Yes, totally. Anxiety, which yeah. like really, and I remember you telling me it consumes 90% of your thoughts and it's okay. debilitating. You use the word debilitating. And I oh, was totally. like, oh my God, I can't imagine having that cloud and doing this. Cause I had the opposite. I was like, well, he's going to survive. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. I had the opposite of you. So fortunately, cause yeah, that you got through that, but that's hard. That's such and a I loved your answer. episode with Alexis learning all about it. Yeah. I, it's like, I also, were you guys thought... talking to, wait, really quick. Were you guys talking yeah. about Brooke Shields who said she would throw her babies against the wall? What were we? You and Alexis were both like, it doesn't feel like what the celebrities said postpartum depression is. And I yes. vividly remember reading an article yes. when we were like in high school. Brooke Shields' yes. kids are like college age. And she yes. was like, I just want to throw my kid against the wall. And I remember yes. being like, oh. oh yeah. God, yes. Anyways, I, that was a tangent. I, that was like, that came up in like not even a podcast conversation, like separately recently. And um, God, because she was on, a, sorry, I'm on a tangent now, but she was on <laughs> another podcast, like Armchair Expert or something. What was she on? Yeah. Anyways, uh, I, I listened know. to her and that story came up. But yes. Yeah. Um, Anyways. But that yeah. is what people think that uh, postpartum mm-hmm. anxiety is. But you, it's such an interesting point that you're making, which is just like how your personality non-mom is can translate to your, per- like your style as a mom. And mm-hmm. I, I hadn't like really thought about it that way before, but I definitely feel like, yes, my personal like tendency to like be anxious or worried about things has like definitely creeped into like my style. Um, and mm-hmm. I just love, it's so fun. I've like learned, you know, through winter babies and through seeing you mm-hmm. and just talk, like, I feel like I, a lot of times I'm just like embody, like truly like embody mare, because <laughs> <Like>, <laughs> you are so much more low key and like, you just trust that like everything's going to work out. He's going to be fine. He's going to survive. And yeah, like, that's all I needed to hear <laughs> all the time. But, yeah. Yeah. I think I just have like a bigger picture mentality always. Yeah. Like there's always yeah. something worse. Like people are dying and yeah. don't have like running water. Like we're fine. Yeah. We don't need the like heated diaper pads or whatever people, you know, <laughs> you really got it. I do have a white Also, farmer. this is very off brand for your podcast, but, or for just you in general, but I'm a big fan of the show Team Mom oh, yeah. and my reality TV shows. So, I mean, truly that has helped me because I'll be like the 15 year old in Iowa. Perspective. Yeah. Is doing it and her yeah. kids healthy and thriving and she didn't have a partner, you know, that 15 year old boy left totally. the second he got her pregnant. Totally. And it's good perspective. Sorry. It is. You're right. It is. Okay. Yeah. This is, I didn't even like write this down to, I didn't mind. Like, no, no, but it, go, it's, it goes off of this, which is like us talking about in winter babies that like, Mm -hmm. how do you possibly do this without a partner? Like I just, I like, I think, I think it was uh, early in the, when it happened and like Pat had to like go to hockey. And I remember it was like, he's long from hockey for like like, two hours. And I remember telling you guys like, I, every time he goes, like, I don't think I'm going to survive. So. And I remember responding. What do you mean he's going to hockey? What are you going to (laughs) do? I was still like one week into it. It's like Scott wasn't allowed to leave the bedroom. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So and we did have that thread. We had that. Uh, I think I posed it. I was like, "How are there single moms in the world?" And yeah. God yeah, bless them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It, I mean, bow down because I like can't imagine doing this like solo. So I guess maybe for a minute, like let's just acknowledge our partners. <laughs> and you and I are spoiled because we have. <laughs> incredible incredible partners at for this everyone has great partners but I mean I call Scott the mom like he's literally (laughs) the mom (laughs) he does everything 
and just yeah, yeah. I mean it's that, that was going to be one of my points when you said what's like your parenting advice would be to anyone who's not married yet or whatever marry the right person yeah choose the right person to have a baby with I mean it's yeah. I can't think of anything more important because also having a baby one of the things I didn't realize this is another like revelation with the whole thing yeah. it's so much more about me and Scott than it is about me and Skip at the beginning you always think having a baby is going to be this like you know the photo of the mother holding the baby and this like yeah we're breastfeeding and we're attached to our baby but you are with your partner 24 7 you're basically thrown this big group project the two of you (laughs) the hardest group the hardest group project of your life oh my god that you have to figure out I mean it's such the experience is so much about me and Scott and not me and Skip is just the project, the science experiment that the two of us were given to deal with, you know? And I just would pause every day and think like, thank God I had the smarts to marry you. I know. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you have the same and Pat, like just even hearing you say in there is, you know, washing all the bottles and the breast pump parts you know that was so Scott just like all you know all of a sudden I walk into the kitchen and everything's cleaned and just doing it all and I'm just like thank god I don't know how people do it with no partner or with a partner who goes straight back to work I mean we were blessed that we took paternity leave for so long yeah Yeah. because also paternity leave and um I think it was my brother, who's amazing, obviously, he's a great dad, but he gave Scott the advice. He was like, you should postpone your paternity leave a little because at the beginning, it's you can't really do anything. Like, she's just breastfeeding. And I said, and I'm glad I did, I was like, no, 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 no. I need Scott to take care of me those first few weeks. <laughs> he doesn't have to do anything for the baby. I'm yeah. going to need someone to take care of me because I knew myself. Yeah. And I did. I mean, yeah. I needed someone to literally plug in the breast pump and like tell me what yeah. to do and then cook me dinner and then yeah. do my laundry, like all of it, you know, I just, yeah. I think sometimes at first, like I do feel like a lot of, it, it's just assumed that, yeah, like the mom is the only one that's needed, but like, it's so clear. It was so clear to me too, like right away, like, it, yeah, they, like they need to support you so you can mm-hmm. support, yeah. like, even if it is just about the feeding, of course they're yeah. supporting the baby too in their own ways, but yeah, yeah, I feel like sometimes it's, um, I even felt like with Pat at first, he was like, okay, I got to figure out this new role. And very quickly was like, oh, like I, even though like, yes, my, um, my sole job isn't like feeding our child and keeping him alive in that way. Like I have to take care of you. Otherwise, you know, this ship isn't going to keep running here. <laughs> right. But there's so. also like, it's the wrong narrative. Cause like there's a million things the dad can do at the beginning. Totally. We're just the boob. They can do diapers, totally. baths. Yeah, it's not like yeah. it's just our job. Yeah, it's so true. So true. Yeah, but he, he is is major for yeah, just like moral support. Like that that's the funny thing about like how you let him let him go to hockey. I just needed him there just in case I you know, just sh- should we feed him six ounces or seven? Like I just need someone to bounce the thought off of. Yeah. It's not I still do that now. Like, oh, should we add another ounce? What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I just need you here. The other night he went to the grocery store, God forbid. While I was doing Skip's bottle and Skip started like vomiting. And I mean, he has reflux, but he was actual, I don't know if this has ever happened to you with Maddox. Vomit, Gina. I don't think I told you guys because I was like still in shock. It was psycho. I mean, I had to like hold him down like he was over a toilet and he was, it was really scary. Yeah. And I was freaked out. I was like, I mean, Scott can never go anywhere. I needed someone there in that moment that I could scream to to like, come help. (laughs) What do I do? Uh, yeah, we had that happen one time, but it was, yeah, you just, it's a terrible feeling in the moment. Cause you're like, you, you can't, they just have to get it out and you can't do I anything. I don't know what yeah. it was. If he ate something or what? I don't know. He's not even eating it. So I don't know. Um, okay. Yeah, partner. So, very important. Okay, partner. We are paying so much to gratitude and just very respect very for strong partners because yeah, I, clearly would not be standing without one so Mm -mm. um okay is there anything 
Um, and we, you, we could have already talked about it, so feel free to repeat, but, um, what about being a mom is what you thought it was going to be and what maybe is different than you thought it was going to be? Yeah, probably repeating, but I think it's like, it's so different. I don't think I, you can't fully grasp how full on it is until you're in it and that how, how permanent and how every consuming second and how every morning your alarm is a baby crying on a monitor. Like I I just, even I'm still not used to it. Like I'm, you know, it's, it's too much. I mean, for mother's day, I went to the Lafayette park hotel by myself. Cause I was like, I want one night where I don't have to listen to oh, the I didn't monitor. Do that, Mayor. Good for you. I know. Cause like, you know what? I didn't tell anyone. He surprised me with it and like literally oh. dropped me off at the Lafayette park hotel. It was so cute. Oh. Cause I'd been saying for so long, I just want one night where I don't have to hear the yeah. monitor. Like yeah, I hate yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. hate the sound yeah. of the monitor. Yeah. yeah it's not I hate that. Like, I don't know, you know, again, it's like a full-time job, but you don't know when you're getting up for work that morning. Like it yeah. could be six, it could be seven. Like you don't know when your yeah. alarm's going off for your full-time job. And I just, that I still kind of can't handle. Yeah. Um, anyways, I didn't tell anyone about the hotel because I like, felt guilty to all my mom friends. But <laughs> Well, now it's on the pod, so... <laughs> All you men out there listening, get your girl an overnight stay at a hotel. <laughs> That's all she wants. Give her a actually, bottle of wine. Actually, two. though, if you're listening. All you men. <laughs> actually, you know, I think Nick will listen to this. So shout out to your brother. Hey, Wicker. He really wants to come on if you ever want a male. He told me. He told me. Yeah, You'd be good. Oh, God. Uh, it'd be okay. good to get the male perspective it would, would. I should mm-hmm. have I you're gonna have Scott and uh, Pat on too <laughs> yeah that would be fun okay is there anything that you feel like you and I again like every question I asking you is like what well, I was picturing you know asking what I would say to these, these answers too is there anything that you feel like you would do differently or like a do a do-over like for me I'd be like I would have freaking stopped stressing about like short naps <laughs> so mm. is there anything in, that you feel like if you could go back and be like again you you bring much more low-key and low stress energy yeah. to this whole mom than I do but like if you could just like you know give yourself a tip <laughs> and not you know if you could do something over does anything come to mind right um first I would have gone straight to the hospital and got the epidural <laughs> honestly that's my tip to myself for the next one. Um, and then I was real into nighttime sleep. And I think you guys knew that. Um, and I just, he had to sleep through the night, like as soon as possible. So I was pretty strict about that, but, um, it works. I don't know if I would like do it differently. Like, yeah, I don't know. Or he's just a good sleeper. Listen yeah. to your pod with Amy. You guys don't believe in the dreamland slot all, whatever. <laughs> I do. God, I like the subtle shade I got there. <laughs> Even if your best friend says it works, the $80 subtle. is like, only one. Jesus, girls. Oh, other people have said it? Yes. <laughs> Amy's friend. Like on a walk listening to the podcast, like, ah. I'm you talk shit about my dreamland swaddle. You know how many people like it's not just the dreamland it is just no, like know. so All many gadgets yeah Ooh. yeah you have it's, to have this even like it's so interesting like on your blog you said your top 10 must have I think I shared one with you uh, oh, you know see? it's just like so interesting every baby's different yeah. every yeah so yeah I give the dreamland swaddle advice to people you know with a grain of salt or whatever but it is was life-changing for our family <laughs> and I think that's no it's important to share what and I wanted to you help you yeah I know totally. I wasn't totally. just, like, I keep that nugget oh totally yeah you want to share <laughs> and even if it does not it didn't work for me I'm so grateful for even testing yeah. it out and I feel like if I had tried it a little earlier I probably would have had more success but we were just like we were far I down think the you road. probably also weren't doing it as tight as I do it I <laughs> really squeeze them in there he can't even move. <laughs> but he's a good sleeper. I did it. <laughs> I gave him no other option. 
I mean, I think, I mean, I like you probably listened to with Amy. Like, I do think some babies are just like good sleepers and some aren't as good. So I know, I know. I could be screwed with number two for sure. Yeah. What would you do Um, differently? Not stress as much. I was trying to think of that. Yeah. I think like I, I would just have, um, I, I think for my sleep obsession wasn't necessarily sleeping through the night. It was like, is he, how, how are his wake windows? Okay. Has he been, is he, I don't see a sleepy cue. Okay. Is that, oh, oh, he, there's, there's a cue. Is that a yawn? Okay. No. Is he rubbing his eyes? No, no, not, yeah. not a cue. Yeah. I would yeah. obsess about like uh-huh. watching her sleep. And I felt like I wasn't enjoying my baby because I was just like watching to see if he was tired or not. And so right. I would like, I would have just like let up a little bit and yeah. just, you know, like not stress so much about, especially the naps. Like that was, that was the di- nighttime sleep. He was always decent at, except when he went to the four month regression, when it was just like mm. a nightmare. Um, but, mm-hmm. um, I think the daytime I would, it was, uh, always a little rougher and I would, I, I would, that's what I would have done differently is just not stress. I know. So I can't more. wait to see you with number two. I feel like you're going to be easy breezy, I hope just so. like cuddling that little baby. I sure hope so. Yeah. That'll be good. Um, okay, we touched on teen mom. We touched on maybe a couple other things, but what keeps you sane as a new mom? Like with all the things that go on, like what do you do for you? Yeah, a hundred percent. Your winter babies, Jude, Jess, my other moms that have babies at the same time as me. Like I that that was such a lifesaver for me. Cause you know, you have a lot of friends that are moms, but to have people like literally at the exact same stage, you know, that I can be like, wait, is your kid, you know, doing this yet? Cause we're exactly at the same time. Um, that has been huge. Um, we just like literal mom advice. We started putting him down at like three weeks old. Thanks to the dreamland. Um, like literally, <laughs> Yeah. putting him down for the night and we're done with him yeah. at like six 30 and we still do it. And I can't imagine not, I know there's a lot of people that have their baby up with them until they go to sleep and you know, whatever works for you. For me, mm-hmm. I needed to be done to have him gone. And then yep. Scott and I can have some semblance yep. of our old normal life back where we're just drinking wine and watching TV. Um, yeah. That was huge for me. Um, what else? What would you say? What else? I mean, I think that's such a it good My I, life is not normal anymore. I mean, it's hard. Right. right. But it's getting, but, it's getting better. And like, you just, you get so much better at just like including him in what you're doing. Like he watches me shower. He watches yeah. me. Put, like <laughs> I just little bouncer. bouncer. Yeah. 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 So it's totally. like, cause before it would have been like, how am I ever going to take a shower? You know, when do yeah. I shower? Like I can't, you know, I need Scott to be home and then I need to go take a shower. And now it's like, oh, I'm alone with him all day because Scott's gone back to work and he'll just come with me or, or, and it's just like accepting that like, this is just the new normal and your day is just like, literally I didn't leave the house today. It was raining. Every nap was in the crib. You know, it was literally just a repeat. Then he woke up and then we went to the bouncer and then we did it, you know, and you're just like, that was my entire day. But yeah, well, I don't know. It's great. You know, and he's so yeah. cute. And What yeah. is your, I mean, cause we talked about like, you know, five, four or five, I think you said months in, you mm-hmm. started to like get fun and enjoy it. What do mm-hmm. you feel like right now is your favorite part? This month, the fifth month, and you told me this, I saw you on the mm-hmm. playground or we were playing that day and Maddox was in his fifth month. Now Skip's in his fifth month. And this has been like the best. He's just like very predictable, very easy. There's no like, oh, should he be napping right now? Like, I just know that it's nap time and we either take a stroll or I put him in the crib and bedtime's easy. It's all just like, so that's all easy. There's nothing to like worry about there. And then, so I really do feel like I'm just enjoying him and like, yeah playing with him and he's you know they're laughing now so much oh, smiling, laughing. which thank god because that first month I mean we called him Mr. Serious but I guess it's probably just every baby yeah like I was like oh my god how did I give birth to such a serious kid like he was just yeah. like kind of had this scared serious look on his face um 
but yeah, they don't really smile until like, I don't know what, seven weeks or something. Yeah. So it's just like so much more fun now that they're smiling and they're bigger, you know, they're not as fragile, all the things. I remember telling you though, and I think this is good advice if I do say so myself, (laughs) when you were kind of in the thick of it and we all were, I mean, the winter babies chat is usually all of us imploding at the same time and just crying. (laughs) Um, I remember telling you, you know, Maddox, Skip, they're going to be like 10 years old and we're going to look back at pictures from today from right now, and this was that they were really little, and be like, I can't believe they were that little. We're going to be like so sad seeing their little two-month-old self. Yeah. And we will, you know? So I was really trying to keep that perspective always, too, to like appreciate, because I knew there would come a day. Because you see that with all of our other mom friends who have older kids. Yeah. They're like, you know, yearning for the little newborn baby sleeping on their chest thing you'd always hear that so I was like okay I better enjoy him sleeping on my chest instead of I remember um going we were on a walk maybe I I we had moved to Lafayette so he we moved and he was like five weeks so sometimes after five weeks we're on the walk on the trail sorry to interject do you think that added to your postpartum anxiety that you had to move yes I mean I don't think I don't think it helped but speaking of supportive partners mm. Pat did 99.99% percent yeah. <laughs> everything with the move <laughs> um but to your point about like people telling you like enjoy this newborn phase we were on a walk on the trail and this um woman like riding a bike with her I guess she had like little kids now you know maybe they were mm-hmm. I don't know five years old and she just like out of nowhere just never seen total stranger just like as she's passing by on her bike it's just like oh my god enjoy this phase like soak it up while you can and I remember like in being in the thick of it and it was I was like really I was like this is really hard yeah (laughs) but but, like kind of to your point what you're saying is like just really trying to like you're right like when they're older we're gonna look back and be like remember when they were that little and like we'll feel okay because they survived yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. I know and I remember thinking at the time like how does anybody have two like why would you I remember like telling asking Lauren and Jess Jude like why the hell did you do this all over again yeah and it's because, yeah, now you're like, oh, all right. It's fun. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the life has um, changed. So. so. Okay. So my next topic, and then we're, I think that was, I really exhausted my list of fun things to talk about. But I, as you know, <laughs> my big thing with, with my whole new mom journey was just like the roller coaster and the ups and downs of breastfeeding. And I really mm-hmm. do feel like this is not a breastfeeding podcast, but with pretty much every guest we talk about it because I, I am you haven't over talked about it though. I'm just so Sorry, genuinely I'm your, like, curious of like everyone else's relationship with it and everyone else's journey because like mm-hmm. I felt so alone and like some of the like the struggle that I had and mm-hmm. but it was also positive in many ways so like I don't mm-hmm. want to like say to everyone like breastfeeding is like the worst it's not but like mm-hmm. everyone has their own journey with it so I guess mm-hmm. I'm just on a mission to like shine a little bit more light in case there's the first time mom out there who like thinks yeah. that breastfeeding is be the most magical, romantical, easy thing in the world. And maybe it will be for you, but it certainly wasn't for me. <laughs> and so I would, I'm wondering if you would, and I know a lot about it, but if you would just share a little bit about your own breastfeeding journey um, for you. Yeah, I think I echo what you've already said, Alexis said, Amy. Um, it hurts. Like I didn't, I had like a love hate with it. Actually, there wasn't much love, but I was fine with it. I accepted it. This is what we're doing, whatever. Um, but every time he'd latch, I'd scream out every time. Just, yeah. And then he'd just get used to it. And it's, I had one side that was worse than the other. Um, and I had like triple nipple cream prescription and like all the things cause it hurt. And I remember like, you know, we went to the lactation consultant on like day two and she was telling us that skip doesn't like open his mouth wide enough to latch. Mm -hmm. So that's why it hurts. That's, that's the only reason she could think of. 
And so every time poor Scott, who was trying to help, would like want to reposition Skip if he came over and thought his mouth wasn't big enough. And I'm like, you can't, you don't understand. Like the relatch is going to be worse than like, look, we've already, we're already latched. Let's just yep. get it done. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah. And then I, I only did it for like two months. I had no, like put no pressure on myself at all. Like I just kind of did it because it's what you do. And then I was like, I'm kind of over it. And I, and I just, Scott was home. Um, so we got into bottle feeding like very quickly because he could help, like he would feed him every morning so I could sleep till like 10 after being up yeah. all night. Um, cause you're breastfeeding throughout the night. And I mean, that's where breastfeeding really does come in handy. Like I have a friend who just gave birth, who's choosing to formula feed just straight out of the gate. Yeah. And I just thought, how do they do the mill? Someone's going to get up and go make a bottle in the kitchen and come back to the room. You know, like it's just yeah. so convenient. It's a lot of steps. It's so convenient to just go sit and have them. Um, and yeah, at the beginning, I kind of liked it. I would listen to podcasts, which I highly recommend. Oh, I remember anybody. that. Oh, I loved it. I mean, I would like almost be excited for him to wake up again two hours later to get the rest of my podcast. <laughs> it's so you know, there. pick up where I left off. <laughs> um so it was fine until it just wasn't. And then I was like, I'm yeah. so over it. I'm over like, I mean, I was like leaking. I had pads in my bra oh, yeah. at all times. Always had those little pads in. We went through so many boxes. Um, yeah, I don't know. And it just hurt every time. I don't know. And I wanted to be able to just, it was, the moments where he was bottle feeding was so nice. And I was like, can yes. you just do this all the time? Yeah. And the answer is yes. So that, but then yeah. I started pumping because we were like, well, we still should give him breast milk. That's what you're yeah. supposed to do. And I didn't mind pumping at all. And I know some people hate pumping. Did you? I, I hated it. The, I hated it at the beginning, but now it's like I, I have to do it because it works. It's what you do. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. So, and you're how long are you going to give him breast milk? Are you trying to just well, as long as it until you hate it? <laughs> it's the con. Well, it's the constant. I feel like struggle with me is like yeah. And that's yeah. why I was, I'm curious of, you know, kind of what you started to just talk about is like how you know when you're done. And yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. he's going to be seven and a half months. Like, I feel like my goal was six. That's, that's a win in my book. I feel Good so grateful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I, there's also this, and I, I imagine, you know, many women have it is like, it's like, okay, you got this far, but then like, you know, now, okay, I got this far. Now what? Like, okay, I can mm -hmm. keep going, but like, should I keep going? Or I don't really want to, but like I do because mm -hmm. it can be in many ways. Like, it's just this, honestly, mm -hmm. it's just like total battle in my head. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just curious and you kind of touched on it. Like, how do you know when it's just like, I do put a lot of pressure on myself. So mm -hmm. I, maybe that's part of it, but how do you know when it's like, okay, like I'm, I'm yeah, move on. I didn't, I think, so I was planning on just pumping and I would literally pump the next bottle and then the next that, you yeah. know, I make two in the morning. And so I'd had one extra to get me, yep. you know, would pump on the go. Um, and I thought I'd be doing that for a while. And then I just got kind of like lazy about it. Cause I'm not one of those girls who's like pumping on schedule. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I just assumed, you know, I was making yeah. so much that yeah. It would just be fine. And we were already starting to supplement with formula. We started that pretty early because I also yeah. was just like, it's just easy, you know? And if we'd go out, if we'd be on the go, we'd make a formula bottle because we figured in case we didn't end up needing it, better to waste a formula bottle than your golden milk, your prized mm -hmm. breast milk. Mm -hmm. um, so we're already doing like formula and stuff. So it just, it kind of just naturally started happening because it was like so much easier and I just yeah. didn't care enough. Yeah. And you know what? I wouldn't do it differently. And, and so then my milk dried up because I wasn't doing it yeah. consistently. So that's advice. Yeah. Like if you do want to keep it up, you have to, you have to do it on the yeah. every three hour schedule. I'm sure or at least more consistently yep. than like morning and night is basically what I was doing. Yeah. Whenever I felt like it, whenever I remembered. Totally. And then all of a sudden I pumped like half an ounce. And I was like, oh wait. And that's your milk dries up, I guess. Yeah. So that was kind of wild. Um, it's this total mix and you know of what? emotions. Like formula, and then I started doing formula at bedtime because Lauren told me to, because it's more calories or whatever, because I was so hell-bent on him sleeping through the night. Mm. And so then I got into formula yep. and like making a bottle because you knew exactly how much she was getting. So that felt easier. That too. part I love. Yeah. 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 Okay. So what I'm hearing is that it was, was just a gradual thing and it just kind of became easier to bottle 
feed breast or um, formula feed at the end of the day, that became easier. So you just kind of kept moving in that direction. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, you're cleaning all the pump parts, like pumping. Well, oh I my God. didn't it's hate so much it because it didn't hurt me. It's a lot of yeah. putting it all together and then cleaning yeah. it every time and yeah. then storing the things. And then, you know, I have three ounces in here and four in here and put some together and they both have to be refrigerated and all those little logistics that nobody tells you about either. Yeah. Yep. I learned the first day that we went to that lactation. Well, it needs to be refrigerated and the other one has to be refrigerated for them to be combined. But you can yeah. do formula with breast milk. I'm like, how? What do you mean? Yeah. I, like, it was all so confusing to me. And yeah. luckily, Scott's sitting next to me like, all right, okay. He got it. No problem. <laughs> I was like, I don't. I don't there know. are a lot of Again, rules how does everybody storage. do this? <laughs> all the people we know just know how to do this. And here I am, it's like, such a learning curve. I can't oh figure God. out the math. <laughs> how to put the formula with the breast milk. Um, so, yeah, I think for you, if, like, you have it in your heart, in your head that you want him to have breast milk, that's then you should keep doing it until you just feel, I think you'll have a feeling that you're done. I think I never felt like I needed to. And so it was truly like laziness and then the milk dried up. Well, here we are. But you know what, Jean? Fed is best. Fed is best. (laughs) It's very true. It's true. Of course it's true. Yeah. So you'll be fine. Honestly, they don't know the difference. (laughs) In yeah, my I opinion. think Skip likes formula better. He loves it. He I think Maddox downs the formula more happier. formula bottles. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's been happier ever since we switched to all formula. To be honest. Okay, Mayor. This has just been the best. I haven't laughed like this in a while. Um, I just, it's so fun to just even like laugh about the hard parts and just like have a moment to just, you know just reflect on it and also just acknowledge all the how far we've come because you know it's been it's been a long journey but I feel like we've come really far and have both entered a phase where we're really starting to just like really embrace it and enjoy it I know I know thank god Okay, so we're going to end on the three questions that I ask everyone mm-hmm. and since you since you've listened to all three episodes, of I course think, my number one follower over here. I'm obsessed. <laughs> we are going to ask you them as well. And I didn't send them to you because, again, I know that you listened and know. Okay, so what is one thing that took you by surprise or you feel like no one ever talked about that you learned was part of being a new mom? Okay, we touched on this. And that's why I was like, kind of got weird when you asked me. Okay. So I was like, oh, shoot, okay. this, shoot, this is one of my answers to my questions. <laughs> okay, repeat. <laughs> A hundred percent the recovery from a vaginal delivery. Nobody talks about. Everyone talks about pregnancy and how hard pregnancy is and pregnancy and pregnancy. And pregnancy was fine for me. Everyone talks about labor. Nobody talks about after he comes out what you feel like. Yep. (laughs) Because instantly the focus just goes to the baby. And I'm laying there in the hospital bed like, hold on, I can't move. I can't get up to go pee. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And I just could not get over the fact that I felt like nobody told me about that. And it, like I said, I'm sitting on a donut and I, yep. that spray stuff and the pat. I mean, I sent my mother-in-law to Walgreens, like the day I came home from the hospital, I was like, I need this. I, I like need more of all these things, these like cooling pads. And oh yeah, cause I was so worried I'd run out. Like I was surviving on it and I just had no idea. And I just feel like people don't talk about it. You know, there's like the freedom mom pack. Yeah. And I feel like I like asked people, I'm like, should I get this? Oh, I didn't really use anything like that. Maybe yeah. a pair of the underwear. So I don't know if I just had like a much worse recovery. I did tear a bit because he came so fast and hard. But um, yeah, yeah, I was shocked by that. Like here I am like, you know, changing Skip's diaper and then I have to go change my own. <laughs> like, I don't even have time to like. Oh my God, it's so true. I'm, like literally bleeding as I'm changing his diaper. Like, hold on, honey, can you come? I got to do my own. I mean, it's disgusting, it's, but it's true. It's so true. Mm-hmm. And same, like the amount of times I sent my mom to the store to get like maxi pads. <laughs> oh. I had every level. The level pad one, two, aisle. Three, four, overnight. Yeah. Gene, how big is the pad aisle? There's it's a million <laughs> There's so many options. It takes up the whole aisle. Feminine pads. 
And part it. of me is like, maybe it's like we were the target client, like target people who buy them, not people who get their period, but people who are recovering. From or it's like menopause, older people. Potentially. Yeah. For them. yeah. 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 Okay. Next question. Take yourself back. We've hit on a lot of these. So I'm, ex- I'm excited to see if you have the same or different answers, but take yourself well, back the to the early, sure. <laughs> early days of Skip. If you could give yourself one piece of advice to that first time mom version of you, what would it be? And also like, mind you, this is advice from like yesterday, basically, because you're we're very, this is very new. <laughs> but how long ago does it feel like that first At the same time so weird it that it was only four months ago or whatever, five months, but it feels like I, I truly can't really remember a lot. You do have that like amnesia. I'm like yeah. Scott and I, like every day I'll be like, remember when we like did this? I don't know. We forget everything. Um, I would tell myself that he will sleep through the night. <laughs> oh, good. Just keep doing what you're doing. He will sleep through the night. You're fine. Like I just was like, this needs to happen. I can't just keep randomly waking up in the middle of the night. So yeah, I did a lot of listen to him cry a lot, but which sucks, but now he's good. And I already like forget about it. So yeah. Yeah. And your body will feel better. That's the other advice I give myself. I feel normal now. That's the end to that last story I was telling about the vaginal recovery. (laughs) I finally do feel like myself. Yeah. And I think I could sit on a Peloton bike. I heard you say you still feel like you oh, can't. Yeah. Or you're no, I can't now. Oh. It was like eight oh, okay. weeks in, I think. It was finally able to. But I was like, I'll okay. never be able to again. Because you're in that place where you're like, your stitches. And they're, and then they like, first you're bleeding. Then you're like, it's so itchy because the stitches are healing. And it's like, oh my God. Last question. If you could sum up motherhood in one word, what would it, one word or phrase, what would it be? Gee, you know, I've had a lot of time to think of this. And I, I have no words. That's my answer. What? I literally, I, I can't. I have, I think the Afraid? word is, I, no, I think the word is unexplainable. Like you <laughs> cannot explain it until you've gone through it. Truly. Like. It's so true. It's so true. Like I, you have to go through it to be able to understand anybody else. Yeah. I mean, I liked Alexis's constant. Yeah. Amy roller coaster. What was your word? All good words. What was my word? Overwhelming. Maybe. Yeah. Great word. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they all apply, but I just like, yeah, I can't even, there's no words to describe it. It's crazy. Well, hopefully this podcast, even though it is unexplainable, (laughs) I hope that this podcast will truly help a new first time mom <laughs> somewhere out there because or scare her away hopefully that this will because you're right you can't you don't understand it until you go through it which you know we've, we've talked we've said in many of the episodes but like hopefully that like really getting into some of this nitty-gritty stuff mm-hmm. will help will help someone because um yeah I certainly had no idea what I was in for so <laughs> no I wish I listened to your podcast when I was pregnant <laughs> totally okay Mayor. well thank you so much for being my guest today i just love love um just taking the time obviously we're so close but just taking the time to like talk about these fun things or hard things but just talk about it in general because um yeah it's been a a long five six seven months and we're paying we're paying our homage to it so i know we're doing it thanks for having me it was really fun All right, guys, can't wait for you to tune in to the next episode of Mamas to Mamas. We'll see you soon.